Everybody, my name is Alexandra Duffy, and I'm your podcast host for Hive 33. And today is going to be a day where you learn that I do not care, typically, how many people I offend when it comes to telling the truth. I uh, do not whitewash. I do not sugarcoat. I am blunt. I'm honest. I am brutal. That's who I am. And when it comes to prescribing instruction for career development, for minimalism, when it comes to bettering your life, often what you need to hear is the hardest truths of all. And today we're going to be going over something that I've touched upon before, but a little bit more intricate. And that's the transition out of the military. And for those of you who aren't in the military, who've never been in the military, again, stay tuned because this is something I would like you to digest mentally. I want you to consider what I'm saying here. And especially if you are an employer or an employee at this time and you're just a civilian, you've never been in the military, have no relationship to the military. I really want you to understand this because eventually you are going to work with a veteran. Eventually you're going to hire a veteran. And this is something that I want you to be empathetic about um, and have the emotional intelligence to understand. One thing that's happening right now in the military, um, due to COVID primarily, is the inadequate training to help veterans get out of the military with success. And what I mean by that is the military does not have an advantage, does not really have a reason to equip to equip their military members with the knowledge of transitioning out of the military. You know, right now, if you're not aware, what they mandated for military members getting out is basically they just, what was a class, what was a separations class that lasted, you know, one week, they now reduced that to a PowerPoint. So now you have a PowerPoint that you're skipping through because like anybody who's taking, you know, training for their job that's, you know, basic basic things like safety powerpoints or uh hipaa powerpoints yada yada you know people just skip through those that's pretty normal you know if there's no quiz at the end most people just skip through those fucking powerpoints and that's pretty normal across the board civilian or military and unfortunately in the military active duty that's what they're given they're given a powerpoint for separations and they're just clicking through it and it's really terrifying because I barely, when I got out of the military, I took the class. I took I took the separations class, which is a week long. I barely got any information out of that. And if people are taking a PowerPoint now, they're sure as shit not getting anything out of that. So first, I want everyone to understand that you're going to have to do your own research outside of this separations class. You're going to have to look into things on your own outside of this course material because it's not going to equip you with everything that you need. And you're definitely not going to take it all in, especially with a PowerPoint, let alone a class. When it comes to employers, employees who are who work with veterans, who are going to be hiring veterans, you also have to understand if they are, if they are fresh out of the military... There is a lot of mental change happening. 
there's a lot of things that even the veteran themselves might not be aware of that they're going through at that point in time. For instance, when I got out of the military, I was not aware, um, I wasn't aware of the amount of adaptation that I needed to make to be suited for the civilian working environment. And what do I mean by that? Well, I was in the Marine Corps where the act of dominance and power is very different culturally than any other branch. And it's obviously very different. It's a complete 180 from a civilian life. So it's just a naturally aggressive environment. And it's normal in the Marine Corps. It's a normal environment to be aggressive, dominant, and to um, present power in that way. Well, you know what's not normal? To do that in the civilian world. <laughs> and to have a personality um, in that way, to express yourself in that way, is really oppositional to most civilians and to, to most civilian work structures. And it's not a great idea to take with you into your civilian working environment that attitude. And what's sad about this situation is that myself included, most veterans don't even know they're doing it. And that's why I really express employers and employees who are civilians to really understand that oftentimes the veteran themselves are not self-reflective enough, do not understand why they're having this opposition, why they're having a conflict. They don't really fully understand the big picture because they have been trained for most of their military career, or other words, they were psychologically conditioned to think a certain way. Military members are absolutely psychologically conditioned. It doesn't matter what branch you come from, Air Force, Army, Navy, Marine Corps, even Coast Guard, there is a level of psychological conditioning that each member goes through. And I'm not calling the military a cult by any means, but what I am saying is that when you join the military, you do go through a process of psychological conditioning that changes the way in which you think, it changes the way in which you behave, and through that process, you basically are isolated from the outside world and you're only interacting for the most part with others who have been through the same psychological conditioning. Thus, you have this environment of basically the same exact behavior, the same exact values. And it's hard for you to equip yourself to culturally be aware of other behaviors outside of the military world in the civilian workforce. So it's hard for you to understand that. And it's hard for any veteran to understand that when they get out of the military to some degree because each and every one of them, when, you, when they get out of the military, if they're lucky, if they're self-reflective enough and in, they're lucky enough, they understand and they have this almost come to Jesus moment where they are able to change in the way they behave and the way they think over time. It doesn't happen overnight, but and it, sometimes it doesn't happen at all. And that's what I'm really here to talk about is that veterans, if you're listening, you may think you're hot shit. I know I thought I was hot shit, but I really need you to be self-reflective. And I really need you to understand what it means to be adaptive. 
Because when you get out of the military, it's not the same working environment. You're not working with the same personalities. You're not working with the same challenges. It's not the same. It is not. And what they're not going to tell you in the military is how difficult that transition is in the sense of your psychological conditioning. You are isolated. If you are active duty military right now, you're isolated. I was isolated. I was um, an active duty Marine in Yuma, Arizona for most of my military career. And I thought I was hot shit. I thought, you know, I was an accomplished person at the time. And that the way in which I supervise people, the way in which I manage people is not exactly a decent way of managing people outside of the military. You have to take a lot of other things into consideration that you didn't take into consideration in the military because the military values other things that the civilian world does not. And does that mean the civilian world is wrong? No, it does not. It does not mean that the military is the only way. It means that you've experienced this microcosm and you've you've lived in this microcosm of the military that has cultured you to an extent, but it's cultured you in an isolated forum. It's put you in a bubble. This world that you live in is a bubble. And outside of that bubble is an expanse of personalities, cultures, and challenges that you have yet to experience in the military. And these transition classes, that PowerPoint that you're probably skipping through right now to help you separate out of the military is not going to equip you with the information you need to adapt. What you're going to have to do is do your own research and understand where you sit personality-wise, what your characteristics are at this moment, how you react behaviorally to situations. Um, a lot of us, we don't even realize how we're reacting. For instance, me, as a Marine, it was an aggressive environment that was normal. And I was okay with it. I was completely okay with the aggressive environment. That's what... I was psychologically conditioned to handle. And when you get out of that environment, you take with you the tool set that you learned to deal with situations that occur in an aggressive environment. Well, you just can't react the same way that you would react in the Marine Corps or the Army or the Air Force or the Navy as you would react somewhere in the civilian world. Because these... There are, there are different regulations in place, there's different laws in place, and there's different expectations in place. And we have to keep that in mind as veterans, that when we get out, it's completely different. And that's what is really hard for people to adapt to. So if you are an employer or an employee that is a civilian, and you're working with a veteran, understand if they just got out of the military, they're probably going through a phase of extreme difficulty. And that difficulty is matched with a great deal of depression, potentially insomnia, anxiety, because they realize to some extent, maybe even subconsciously, that they don't fit in in this world. That something is awry, that they're not quite ingrained in the flow of this world and how things are working. And they know that. A lot of veterans understand like, oh my God, this is so different from what I'm used to. And they lose a sense of camaraderie, camaraderie, which is very important in the military. It's a sense of community, right? Well, they lose that when they get out of the military. Again, they went from an isolated environment where it was this brotherhood or sisterhood. And 
they only had one way of really thinking and reacting and it was an understood thing within the community and once you leave that community who do you have they don't really have very many people at all that they can go to often and they have a sense of extreme loneliness uh, extreme separation extreme anxiety depression and oftentimes that's when veterans turn to alcoholism or you know other things that portray itself from a deep dark depression and that's where we have to be empathetic that's where we have to be empathetic because just how just how when people have been psychologically conditioned to think a certain way they've been isolated for a long time whatever the case may be whatever they went through whether or not they were in the military we as citizens have to be empathetic to those people because they are learning to readapt themselves in a new environment and that's hard that's hard to do for anybody to being self-reflective as a veteran so as a veteran i'm asking you to be self-reflective sorry about this if this sounds crazy i just need to move it closer to my mouth but anyways adapting requires you to evaluate your own behavior to evaluate your own characteristics that's adaptation because you're trying to see all right what is it within myself that i need to change to better equip me to operate in this new environment that is adaptation that's what you're really gonna have to consider because you're not perfect although you did a valuable honorable thing of serving in the military unfortunately when you get out there's a lot of change that you have to go through as an individual to readapt yourself in this new environment to succeed and that's just the truth of the matter uh, a lot of the things that you have equipped yourself in the military may not be suitable for the civilian world and oftentimes it's not another thing that this separations course this ridiculous as fuck powerpoint that they're mandating military members to do which by the way i will bitch until the end of fucking time about this is uncalled for you know the fact that it went from a week-long course which wasn't even enough as it is to a fucking powerpoint is goddamn offensive and i don't know who i have to write to in congress but this is fucking ridiculous you're gonna have a slew of homeless veterans not i mean we already have that right an even greater population of unemployed homeless veterans out in the streets because you decided that it was advantageous to change an imperative, imperative separations course into a fucking PowerPoint. Offensive as fuck. Anyways, once you're done with the rehabilitation, in the rehabilitation, I use that word lightly. Uh, because you really are rehabilitating yourself from an environment that necessitated certain characteristics into an environment that does not necessi necessitate those same characteristics. So you got to change the way you actually behave and react, which is difficult. Keep that in mind. For you to succeed in the civilian world, you're going to have a hell of a time, but adap adaptation is imperative. You have to adapt. The second thing is you have to plan. This is something that they don't talk about. So this has a lot, it, I say this a lot and I don't think people really understand because maybe it's not a powerful enough word, the word planning, but you are as a veteran psychologically conditioned for a variety of reasons. But one of the things as a military member that you may not realize that you're going through 
is that you are once used to everything being planned for you. As a military member, your days are entirely planned by the military. The years in which you serve are entirely planned by the military. When you eat, that is planned by the military. What you eat is sometimes even planned by the military. And how you eat it is sometimes even planned by the military. How you live, how you look, what you wear. It is all planned by the military. So you have this frame of mind, this part of your mind that's not really being utilized because you're conditioned to be used to, to expect the military to plan and schedule your life for you. And you might not realize that. And that, again, might offend the hell out of you. Not here to comfort anybody. I'm not. I'm here to tell the truth. And that that whole environment of the military, as great as it is for the military member to have that planned, to alleviate the responsibility of that, that's nice. But when you get out you have to plan your life. The military isn't going to do it for you anymore. They're not. And it's up to you to do that. It's your own responsibility to create a plan in your career to succeed. Because like I said, no one else is going to do it for you. And you need to exercise that area of your mind and your ability to plan your life. Because if you don't, you're not going to have an adequate an adequate career. You're not going to have an adequate education. And you're not going to have an adequate financial stability. So rehabilitate your mind to adapt to the environment. Plan your life. Have a A, B, C, and D. Whether, you know, your career, education. Have a variety of plans in front of you to execute so you know... That it's, uh, to some regard, you're going to have success in whatever direction your life navigates. Another thing that this separations course does not do a great job in explaining are your benefits. And here's the thing. When you join the military, one of the great things about the military, other than the experience itself, is the benefits. The benefits are great. You have a lot of benefits. And it's shocking, shocking to me how many people I meet outside of the military who served as a veteran who don't use their benefits. They don't use them. And they're struggling. And I'm like, you have a fucking life raft. You have a life raft. You're given a dozen life rafts and you're drowning. What are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, you have benefits. Use them. You have education benefits. You get free education. Free education. In a multitude of ways, by the way. It's not just through the GI Bill. It's also through the Montgomery if you bought into it. And if you're still in, you can still buy into it if you want to. To help broaden your opportunity for educational benefits. Montgomery, the GI Bill. You also have Chapter 31. Where if you are rated with a disability from the VA. You can also get educational benefits to help yourself into a new employment range, a new employment uh, career path that is different from the one that you led in the military due to your disability. So there are multiple things. There's scholarships out there just for veterans. It's ridiculous. Not to mention, if you are active duty military right now, another thing that when it comes to psychological conditioning, 
you are taught as a military member to not complain about your medical health, um, your physical health or your mental health. And often it's actually some people, even my experience in the military, were punished for going to the medical clinic maybe too much in a supervisor's um, perspective. That going too much, um, that maybe they're trying to scapegoat or something like that, right? So, or it's looked at as a weakness to go and get medical attention, whether it's mental or physical, it's looked at as a weakness. And in some, in some cases, their careers in the military can be jeopardized just by, just by getting help. And that's what's scary about the military is that a lot of folks are psychologically conditioned not to get help because they believe it could affect their career or it quite literally could affect their career. And that's sad. But what we're not doing, what I have not seen in any transitionary class when it comes to any veteran or active duty military member getting out of the military, is the topic matter of reconditioning your mind to get that fucking help. I understand. I was in the military. I understand that a lot of the time you can't get that help because you, you literally will get reported and you will literally be removed from your position in some cases. That is fucking real. That happens. And that's abhorrent. But it's the, that's the case of, of the situation. That's reality. When you get out of the military, you have to fucking report it. I'm telling you, I implore you, please report it. It is not the same environment. When you are out of the military, there is something called HIPAA that prevents anybody from knowing your medical history. All right? You don't have to disclose shit to anybody. Nobody has to know. And you can go and get a disability rating with the VA. So whatever it is, if it's PTSD, if it's anxiety, if it's depression, if it's insomnia, if you're having trouble sleeping, maybe it's sleep apnea. Maybe it is, you know, your knees are fucking shot out like most military members. Your shoulders are fucked up like most military members. Report it. Report it. Because once you're out of the military, that threat of being taken out of your position is no longer applicable. You can report whatever the fuck you want, however you want to, however much you want to do it. It's up to you. And you don't, nobody has to know. It's completely private. So it will never affect your job. If you apply for a VA disability, it will never fucking affect your job. Ever. Because they'll never have to know about it. Unless you tell them. That's it. Also, understand that when you get out of the military, you no longer, typically, unless you retire, you don't have health insurance anymore. Unless you're medically retiring or retiring after 20 years, you no longer have the option of health insurance. So you have to actually go through the VA. I recommend it if you want health insurance and you don't have a job that you're walking into that carries health insurance plans. Go to the VA. Claim some disabilities that you've sustained, which I have yet to meet one military member that doesn't have a problem. Whether it's your back, which a lot of us have back pain. Um, whether it's your shoulders, your knees, your shins, your ankles, your feet. Um, maybe just a little bit of anxiety you have, whatever it is, you got something it is not a normal environment to work in. And you're probably going to sustain some type of issue, whether it's mental or physical. And that's normal. Most veterans do. Like I said, I haven't met one that doesn't have an issue. 
of some type of some type um in fact a lot of women who get out of the military have hip issues um and the reason why they have hip issues especially in the marines and the army when we're doing these they're like hikes in a way but it's basically to practice for combat for long distances when we're walking long distances going through towns clearing out towns we have to know that and experience the large weight that we have to carry through these long distances so when i have this giant backpack that may weigh 75 or more pounds and we ourselves might be 115 pounds carrying that on our back and a lot of that pressure is on our hips and a lot of women develop hip issues because of that and even men as well so you might have a variety of things please report it when you get out this separations class that you're taking if you're taking the powerpoint if you've been through the class it is not going to hone in on this importance it's not going to explain to you that if you file for disability with the va and you're rated a percentage that is 60 percent or above you are now eligible for health care free health care for you and your dependents for the rest of your fucking life and they ain't going to tell you that because they don't give a fuck about you knowing. They don't care. I really, I understand the need of people wanting to get out of the military, that rush should get out. But I really want people to understand that you have so many benefits in front of you. Please don't put them to waste. I don't want to see people suffer. I've seen people suffer getting out of the military. I have suffered getting out of the military. And I was not equipped with the training I needed to get out of the military successfully. Even though I walked into a job right, out, right after the military, that does not mean I was successful. I still financially struggled. I didn't have adequate health care. And I would have had adequate health care if I would have taken the steps necessary to report the disability, to report on these things that I was suffering from. So that way I could have some peace of mind for the rest of my life. Um, and I really implore you to do the same. I don't, you're not taking away from anybody. This, there is funding out there for any veteran who wants to report this. It exists. The VA, by the way, is, is hard to deal with. Um, absolutely can be hard to deal with. That's no joke. Uh, all veterans talk about it it's a real factor um and it's something that i would like you to take into consideration however they are here to help and i have found a lot of help through the va you just have to be smart about it you just have to really understand all right i am claiming a disability which means it's kind of when you claim a disability it's almost like a lawsuit in a way um except without the court case and you're claiming a disability on how you develop this issue through your military experience. That's the whole point of it. And once the VA concludes that yes, he or she did develop this issue through their military experience, they give you a disability rating, which can be anywhere from 1% to 100%. And those differences in range also tell whether or not how much money you're gonna get per month. So not only if you get 60% or more, with your health insurance, you get health insurance. So if you're rated 60% or more with the VA disability, you get free health insurance and so does your dependents for the rest of your life. But you also get a payment stipend every month for the rest of your life. 
which is huge. It's a huge sense of freedom when you take that into account for the rest of your life. Whatever happens economically, whatever happens to your job, whatever whatever it is, maybe you know you are injured to the point where you can't really work as well as you used to. Well, if you have a disability from the VA coming in, that gives you a peace of mind. It gave it gave me a peace of mind. And do not hesitate to do this. If you have any questions, reach out. There are so many veterans who want to help you with this because it's so life-changing and it really does help. That's the one thing that I'm really happy about that the VA is doing um, is helping veterans get the disability help that they need um, to sustain a balanced life and a respectable life. Are there horror stories out there with the VA? Yes. Yes. So that's why you have to be careful about what you claim. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket because sometimes the VA does dumb shit. <laughs> they do. And they're notorious for it. You know, it's human to it's human to have something that isn't perfect. It's an imperfect system. But it's a system that's there. And it's a system you should take advantage of as a veteran because it, it is absolutely your right to do so. It's your right. Getting a disability rating, by the way, doesn't really affect your ability to remain employed. So you can still have whatever, like 70% disability and still maintain a job. There's no conflict of interest there. Understanding the overall challenges that exist and challenges that you might not even really be aware of. And I really, really want you to think about it. I know it's hard to think about yourself and to understand what self-reflection is. And it sounds like a woo-woo fucking word and maybe even a waste of time, but it's not. It's really going to help you succeed in a greater way if you can understand how to adequately adapt into a civilian working environment. Also, think about your healthcare when you get out. Think about your education. Have a plan, healthcare, education, and an employment plan. There are so many things out there for veterans that you can utilize to ultimately advantage your success. If you have any questions, I'm always here to help anybody who is in need, especially veterans. If you're a civilian or an employer, a civilian employer, and you have questions, there's a lot of information out there that you can utilize or you can ask a veteran yourself, especially somebody who's open and honest about this like I am. I'm, I'm just here to help. That's all I want to do. I just want to make sure that veterans understand the challenges that exist, that there are misconceptions when you do get out, but there is help and there is opportunity to succeed. And there, there are employers who understand. There are employees that are civilians that understand. And there's a huge swath of, of communities and people who want to elevate each other, especially veterans, to help them succeed and live a balanced, healthy life. And I'm one of them. Reach out if you have a question. I'm very serious about this. I've seen way too many veterans go down a deep dark hole of depression that really never returned unfortunately and i would hate to see that for anybody else i've done the research i've done it i've seen it i i know the stats when it comes to veteran unemployment i know the stats when it comes to veteran homelessness and it's not pretty has it reduced slightly according well in the tw 2019 stats they did reduce i haven't seen the updated ones for 2020 to 2021 which probably may have been elevated due to COVID. 
we'll see what happens. We'll see what statistics come our way. But no matter what, the challenges are pretty much still the same. And I want you to take that into consideration. I want you to really think about yourself, think about how you adapt into an environment, how you react, and all the facets that occur when it comes to transitioning out of the military. It is a lot, but it's nothing that you can't handle. Again, my name is Alex Duffy. This is the Hive 33 podcast. We are a career development and minimalistic um, company that helps implement career development characteristics and minimalistic facets into your life. If you have any questions, reach out. We have a website. uh, We have an Instagram. Yada, yada. We're everywhere. So don't fear us. Reach out. Let's have an open conversation. I'm open to talking about whatever topic that we had today that might have perked your interest. And I hope you have a good day.